thank you for another opportunity you've given us to be among thousands of worshippers all over the world spread across different time zones different continents who will worship you today thank you God we do not take this privilege Lord for granted Father Lord please accept our thanks in the name of Jesus Lord God Almighty we come before you and we know oh Lord that it is of your mercy that's why we are not being consumed we ask Lord as we enter into your courts this morning we ask Lord that let mercy let it overrule judgment in the name of Jesus thank you again for your loving kindness thank you for your tender mercies we give you praise we give you honor we allow your name Lord we ask that you please breathe upon every part of today's service in the name of Jesus and let all indeed be well for in Jesus mighty name we have prayed amen praise the name of the Lord please take a seat Jeremiah chapter 18 1 to 6 Jeremiah chapter 18 1 to 6 Jeremiah chapter 18 from verses 1 to 6 Jeremiah chapter 18 from verses 1 to 6 the Bible tells us let's read together one two go the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying arise and go down to the potter's house and there I will cause you to hear my words. Verse 3, then I went down to the potter's house. And there he was, making something at the wheel. And the vessel that he made of clay was mad in the hand of the potter. So he made it again into another vessel. As it seemed good to the potter to make. And verse 5, then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter? Says the Lord, look as the clay is in the hands of the is is in the potter's hand, sorry. So you are in my hand, O house of Israel. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. So our relationship with God takes various shapes. Our relationship with God takes various shapes and has several dimensions. Our relationship with God takes various shape and has several dimensions. For example, if you look at the Bible in the book of Psalms 100 and verse 3, Psalms 100 and verse 3, Psalms 100 and verse 3, the Bible says, let's read together one to go. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who has made us, not, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So, Psalm 100 and verse 3 tells us that he is our shepherd. And we are his sheep, of his, the sheep of his pasture. 
And if you look at John chapter 15 and verse 5, 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 the Bible tells us, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do absolutely nothing. So John 15 verse 5 describes him as the vine. And us as the branches. Our text tells us this morning, if only God will help me, that our relationship with God can also be likened to that of the potter and the clay. Can you please help me with my glasses? That of can be likened to that of the potter and the clay. In the text we read, it was an illustration of a visit to the house of a porter. Um, I'm sure, of course, many of us know who a porter is. And at the point of, you know, molding and molding something, he, he, he saw that it wasn't pleasant or he made a mistake. He was mad by an error. So he had to start over again. You had to start over again. And you know one thing that I, that I see whenever I talk about the potter and the clay is that just like what we have today, people arguing and struggling with God in different areas, in several areas of their life, the clay doesn't struggle or argue with the potter. The clay just, you know, just believe in that our mantra that it is God only who cannot mismanage our lives. It is God only who cannot mismanage our lives. So the clay just surrenders and say, you know, God, you are the potter. Mold me, make me to any shape, into any shape or form that you want. So the fact that he is called the potter shows his omnipotence. The fact that God is the potter shows his omnipotence and his complete power over us. It shows that it shows his omnipotence and his complete power over us. And being called the clay should remind us that we are nothing of ourselves. Being called the clay is a, should be a constant reminder that we are nothing of ourselves. It's a constant reminder that we are nothing of ourselves. We are nothing of ourselves. And that, 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 that and, and it is a testament that it is our relationship with God. It's our relationship with God. It's our relationship with God that causes our lives to have true value. So the true The true value of our lives doesn't show forth. It is our relationship with God that shows forth or brings forth our true value. So in this study today, one of the key points that we should look at as I wrap up is that at various dimensions, 
There are various dimensions of our relationship between the potter and the clay. Um, number one is predestination, Romans 8, 28 to 29. Number two is submission, Romans 9, 20 to 21. Number three is perfection, um, Jeremiah 18.4, Matthew 5.48, Jeremiah 18.4, Matthew 5.48. Um, number four, molding, molding, molding. Romans 18, 8 verse 17, Romans 8.17 to 18. And let me tell us something, because I want to keep to time. Let me tell us something about molding. Molding comes before glorification. If you forget everything I said to you about the potter and the clay, don't forget that. That molding comes before glorification. You must be molded to whatever shape or form that God wants you. Molding. That's one word I want you to go into the week with. Molding comes before glorification. And the molding process is not a one-off process. That's why the molding process is not one-off. If it was one-off, it wouldn't be called molding process. The molding is a continuous process. The molding is a continuous process. If you look at 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 31, you will see it. The molding is a continuous process. And number six, number six, the molding process requires patience and perseverance. The molding process requires patience and perseverance. If you ask, um, for example, if you ask married people who say they understand each other, it may not be so from day one. It may be that there were compromises at some point. Uh, this is how maybe the madam came in and said, this is how we used to do it in our house. And Nogatu came in, that this is how we used to do it in our house, also directly opposite to each other. But at some point, because the molding is a continuous process, they may have to drop whatever they came from their house with and now build something new that is in tandem with what they are trying to build. So if you see two people married and say, ah, we have been married for 10 years. Oh, glory to God. Well, maybe we had teaching period in the first one year of our marriage. Ever since, oh, to God be the glory. I hope you know there are pastors who be their wives. If there are no understand, if there's no understanding, anointing doesn't really equate understanding. That's the truth. So the molding process is a continuous process. I've been privileged to speak to um, couples before. And you know, who have issues. And I, you just find out that sometimes you look at what causes issues in some homes and you see that there is actually no issue. To be honest, it's just a matter of understanding. Somebody says, 
He did this one six months ago. I've not healed. I'm still hurting. So I have to give him back fire for fire. This, 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 this. You know the trigger of this person. And you still, you know, you still go and, like I always tell people, anybody who will live with me cannot be a confrontational person. Maybe we'll have to put, you know, measures in place so that um, something doesn't go wrong. If you are confrontational, you may not really, really achieve so much with me. And there are people who like confrontations. So the molding process is a continuous process. Sometimes you have to let go of certain things. And this process, we are not even talking about, the molding process, we are not even talking about husband and wife. I just used that as an, a close example that came to my mind. We are talking about God here. God molds us into whatever form, shape or form that he, like, that he wants, that he wish, that, that he wish, that he so wishes. That he so wishes. For many of us, he may have to mold out pride. For many of us, he may have to mold out mate coming. It's a, it's a sin to get late somewhere. I don't have time. I would have shown you. If you honor God, you must get to a place when you are supposed to be there. So you may have to mold out lies out of our lives. We have to mold out. You know me, I don't assume that because somebody says they are worker now. Because you see all different kind of workers. You know, that worker is just a word. You now define who you are working for or you are working with. They are workers of iniquity in the Bible. They are workers of whatever. You now it is you who now decide who you are working for. I was going to go for an event one day just to show up for one of my boys. And I met Ebenezer outside and I saw people's eyes. Workers in church was red. Red eyes. I had to go back into my car. I mean, I can't be found here. The same people you are trying to do good pastor for, they see him, see how they are blowing smoke all over his body. I just quickly entered my car. I said, tell them I was here. You decide who you are working for. God may need to mold out peer pressure from our life. Some of us, we do some of these things we smoke and think. It's not like we are enjoying it. We just want to feel among. The day I made the covenant, I was not even born again. When I made the covenant, I saw one of my experience with weed was when younger then, my brother, my older brother, who's in the U.S. now, my mom found weed in his pocket. You know, our mom used to do our laundry for us till we left the house. So she found weed in his pocket. Ha, weed. So he said he wanted to then they used to put it in cocoshin. Cocoshin is you all of you are children. Cocoshin is one egg cream. 
So they used to mix it with it. If you want to, you want your hair to to grow fat, and you know the likes. Debbie is behaving like OG. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> um, so you put it in the cocoa shoe, and you know it grows your hair. So when my mom saw the weed, ah, and I kid you not, when she saw it, she didn't even want to hear any story. That day, she held him, and the rest that we knew was that two of them got to the hospital that night. took shoe in, bam, on his head. Different, I could count more than 30 slaps. You want to disgrace this family? Is it weed we sent you to go and smoke? Yeah, two students. Ha, ah, you want to kill us? As she was slapping. She was the one slapping, she was the one crying. She was biting him, shouting. The whole streets gathered. You know, then, not the kind of child raising that we do now. You see children misbehave. The parents will lock them inside. Shh. Kneel down there and close your eyes. Shh. Yeah, get up and go. That's not what we had then. She was shouting, help me, oh, help me. Where did I get it wrong? Everybody gathered. What happened? Seaweed. You know, then it was everybody that raised a child. Not what you have now. As she was slapping him, she was crying. As she was slapping him, she was biting him. She was doing all sorts. The boy landed in the hospital. They didn't even give him room to explain. I you not going to tell you the aftermath of that story. That day, when he go back from the hospital. My mom put him under like this. Put soap on his head. Use scissors and blade and comb. Till today. My brother doesn't keep hair anymore. Skin. Up till today. Up till today. That day I made up my mind. I said the day I will smoke weed. And that's the day I will run mad. So those things you guys are smoking or drinking, if you are here, I pray you are not here. Sometimes, not like you people like it. You are just trying to feel among. Who are you? Who are you working for? Who are you working for? Who are you working for? I can say confidently, by the grace of God, that if there's anything they can use to check somebody, you can't see atom of weed in my system. Confidently, I'm on the altar. I've never looked at it. And I was a Shomodu boy. All my friends were smoking. You know that thing in Shomodu is like snacks. Gala, you see it everywhere. Who are you working for? What is propelling you? The Lord will help us. In Jesus' mighty name.
Okay, so I'll preach again during the service. Let me stop here.